invite the soul's energy to go into their vocal cords and then the soul will borrow the vocal cords and speak directly through those vocal cords so we might get answers directly in that way um, sometimes it's spirit guides that are coming in hello this is dr diva nagula welcome to from doctor to patient where our goal is to bring you topics of discussion that will educate you on the various healing modalities to help balance the mind, body, and spirit. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of From Doctor to Patient. This is Dr. Nagula coming to you with a phenomenal guest that I have today. We have Courtney Starkey. She is trained with many leaders in the field of hypnosis and utilizes their methods, including Brian Weiss's PLR, Michael Newton's Life Between Lives, Dolores Cannon's Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique, and Carol Bowman's Effect Bridging. And she supports her clients by guiding them through thoughtfully personalized hypnosis sessions. Via her gentle and effective nature, she guides clients through their sessions as they access their soul, wisdom, past life memories, life's purpose, future life progressions, inner abundance, intuitive self-healing, universal wisdom, and much, much more. Courtney's formal education includes an undergraduate degree from the University of Virginia and master's degree from Marymount University. She's currently embarking on a PhD program in integral and transpersonal psychology with a focus on consciousness studies and contemplative neuroscience, and is looking forward to weaving the program's wisdom into her client's hypnotherapy sessions as well as weaving the wisdom of the sessions into her doctoral program studies. As part of her work-life balance, Courtney, hi, where are you? I'm doing very well. You have an extremely soothing voice. I think that you could be a hypnotherapist in the making. <laughs> uh, I think that's what the universe wants. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming to us from Hawaii, so welcome, I and I appreciate you taking the time out to join us today. Of course. Thank you for inviting me. And with your expertise as a hypnosis, it's such a pleasure to actually talk to someone and understand the ins and outs of what hypnosis really is. Most people like me, you know, have a view that hypnosis is a method where you are induced in a trance-like state where your mind is manipulated to rid of specific behavior or to recall an experience that's buried in the subconscious. Can you give us, can you shed some light onto the actual purpose of hypnosis and how you use it to help people heal? Sure. So the purpose is for healing primarily. And then of course, I'm a spiritual hypnotherapist. There are going to be other hypnotherapists that will focus on smoking cessation or weight loss. And we can address that through spiritual hypnosis, but we're going to get to the root emotion, the original cause for why you're participating in an activity that you feel is unhealthy for you. So we're going to dig a bit deeper in spiritual hypnosis so usually it's all about some form of healing or progress. So you might have someone who is actually already doing really well. So I'm still a hypnosis client because I've learned that even if I'm doing great, I can start doing amazing. And so a lot of people who are doing really well actually just know that they can make progress by using spiritual hypnosis. So it's progress in one form or another. Oh, I see. And yeah. At what point in a person's life would they turn to you? It's not typically on their 
top of the list of people to see to help them heal. I, I certainly don't think it's the bottom, but in some people's minds, they don't, they miss this opportunity as a potential way of healing. So when people come to you, what state are they in and what have they tried before? Oh, that's interesting to me. Since we're coming from two different worlds, a lot of times people will actually have a hypnosis session before they go to a mainstream doctor in my <laughs> experience. So when I am working with someone who has been to a doctor or a psychologist or a psychiatrist, usually what has happened is a friend has introduced them to one of the teachers they've trained with, whether it's um, a book by Dr. Brian Weiss or Michael Newton or Dolores Cannon, a friend who sees that they might might need an alternative method for progress and healing. We'll introduce them to those authors via those books. And then they become very interested in having that type of session. And then good old Google, they'll Google <laughs> how to work with a practitioner and then they will end up finding me. I see. So it's usually the referral route. That's how people come to your doorstep. Yes. Or they just, you know how bookshelves are magical, bookstores are magical. Sometimes the book just jumps off the shelf at them and then they're so inspired that they want to have a session. Right. I see. Or Mr. Google is always a good resource. <laughs> so yes. with your expertise and with the clients that you've helped heal, what is the most common ailment that people come to see you for? Oh, that's really interesting. So, you know how I was saying earlier that it's all about progress. So sometimes it's an ailment that they want to heal um, and make better. I would say actually most of my clients are already doing really well. And so the most common thing that they come to me for is that they want to understand more about their purpose and how to live that purpose and really be um, on their mission. So um, I'm, I'm very lucky. I assume that it's just because of my Pollyanna-esque energy that a lot of really <laughs> happy, like they're doing very well already. Those are the people who are more drawn to me. And so they really just want to find out more about getting better and better all the time as related to their soul's journey and mission. I see. And yeah. to better equip yourself with knowledge that can help other people, do you have to go to a specific type of training or is there a program where you can just go online or what is the training that's involved? So I had another spiritual hypnotherapist say to me one day that she's pretty sure I might be the best trained spiritual hypnotherapist on the planet. Now, I don't know if she's right, but she got me thinking about it. I've done a lot of training. <laughs> so, so I read your bio, training. so I know I know that. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I might be addicted to education. We'll see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but the reason that I'm so passionate about it, and I'll back up just a little bit because I do think that my very best training of all of the more formal training is that I've been a client numerous times. And so the reason I'm so passionate about all of this is that I started off as a client. So I got to feel firsthand how healing all of this work is, how much progress, how much happier your life becomes. And so my initial training was that of being in that experience firsthand and then feeling so much better because of it. And then knowing that I wanted to get trained so that I could help other people in the same way. And I actually started as a client in Hawaii. I knew my husband and I would be moving back to Northern Virginia. And so I felt this is such a perfect opportunity to bring this work 
to that area. And so my very first training that I did was with Dr. Brian Weiss at the Omega Institute in upstate New York. And that's because my practitioner had trained with him. So I was most familiar, most familiar with that style. And then I started a book club in Northern Virginia and some of my book club members said, hey, have you heard about Michael Newton and LBL and Dolores Cannon and QHHT? So I learned a lot from other people who were the book club members and was so excited about those practitioners and those styles of hypnosis that I also trained with those masters of this craft. And then I'm actually getting ready to do the level three QHHT training in Bali in October. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I think that there are only about 20 level three QHHT practitioners in the world. So by the time I complete that, I may be <laughs> the, the most trained, best trained hypnotherapist. I don't know for sure, but I've got to be there. So, and it feels really good because like I said, I care so deeply about helping people in this way because it helped me very, very much. I used to be... Um, really sad, very anxious, very angry. And so to be filled with optimism and joy and feel like I'm thriving, you know, I really, that's why I named my business Pay It Forward Hypnosis. I really want to pay it forward and learn as much as I can to help people in the best way since it helped me so much. And since you, you mentioned that you yourself underwent a series of hypnosis, spiritual yeah. hypnosis, what kind of things did you seek out of the hypnosis and how did it change or transform your life? Sure. So in the very beginning, I really just wanted to be happier. I had been reading a lot of self-help books. I had been meditating for years. I was exercising regularly and eating healthy and all of that helped a bit. It really did help, but it was very slow progress and it it didn't feel like it helped me that much. I do think it laid the foundation for when I started hypnosis that I was able to launch more quickly. And so when I started hypnosis, the very first thing that I experienced was a past life regression. And while seeing a past life is super exciting, it was a bit of a mundane past life, you know, not a lot to write home about. And even though there wasn't a lot of information or whiz bang detail in the session, I felt a lot better after having that session. I couldn't even explain why. And then I knew that I needed to try it again because for some inexplicable reason, I definitely felt better, more peaceful, calmer. And then um, I tried it again a week later. And it's funny because by the fourth session, the universe was bringing me alien or starseed family members into the session. And that's one of those, well, that escalated quickly wow, <laughs> experiences yeah. where it got really interesting really quickly. And my hypnotherapist here in Hawaii, she can go with the flow. Like she can hang with that high level of um, outside of the box <laughs> detail. And then I was feeling better and I was just like, I don't care what they bring in. Let's do this. I'm feeling better. <laughs> and um, yeah. And so we both just dove right in and, um, she would push me a little bit further and I would push her a little bit further and the universe was pushing both of us further. And so I was feeling much better very quickly. And I ended up actually seeing her every week for the remaining, I would say it was six or seven months that we lived in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. It was incredible. So when I say that it helped me a lot, I really mean it. <laughs> and, and you're a completely different person than what you were before you started your hypnosis journey, correct? 
Absolutely. It re- I mean, you've hit the nail on the head. It is like a totally different person. I remember um, I had a friend or actually it was a boyfriend who very nonchalantly, very matter of factly, not to be mean, said to me, he was like, you're the most negative person I have ever met. And we were just grocery shopping. Like it wasn't even a serious moment. And that's actually why it stood out because he wasn't trying to be hurtful. He was just sort of declaring how negative it was. And so, yeah, I have to say this version of life feels much better. That's amazing. And did you have any sort of pharmaceutical interventions or psychological counseling or talk therapy, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy, any of that prior to undergoing hypnosis? Really good question. Um, I had not seen a psychiatrist, even though my husband, bless his heart, had suggested it a couple of times for potential anxiety medicine, or um, we weren't sure what I had or what I needed, but there was a good chance I needed something. And he, he suggested it. But the reason that I didn't go to a psychiatrist is that earlier when I was younger, actually when I was 18, I sent myself to a psychologist. I just felt like I was much too angry given the situations that I found myself in. I would feel kind of enraged and I knew that it was a disproportionate reaction and very unhealthy. And so I did go to, um, a psychologist when I was younger. And even though I think they can be really helpful to many people, so I don't want to say they're not helpful for my particular experience, it was not very helpful for me. And so when I was just getting angrier all the time and more stressed out all the time and maybe did need pharmaceutical intervention because of the earlier experience with the psychologist being, um, unhelpful, I, I didn't feel drawn to doing that. And so luckily everything has worked out very well (laughs) in the end. And I'm sure the universe did that for a reason. It's like, okay, get your experience, but then let's go in this other very alternative direction when you're ready. And you essentially kept with it because you were seeing dramatic changes and improvements in your personality, in the way you were taking on life and uh, probably with relationships. And so that's what propelled you to continue your journey through hypnosis, correct? Correct. Yeah, I feel so happy for myself, but also for my husband. What a patient person that um, he was with me for years while I was in that anxious and easily angered state. And so I'm really excited for him that all of this progress has been made. And I want to say, because it might sound enigmatic as to how one can feel so much better over something as simple as, you know, just a handful of minutes, although it it adds up to several hours of hypnosis, how someone can feel so much better. And my theory is that you are connecting to something that is so much bigger than your human self. You're connecting to your soul's energy, the spirit realm energy, your spirit guides energy. And so there is this very strong sense that absolutely everything really is okay. Like really is okay. And you start to calm down and then lo and behold, your life really does become better because you've calmed down. So it's a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy too. Got it. At some point, I'd love to talk with your husband to see what you were like before <laughs> hypnosis. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's very, very sweet about it. He will um, <laughs> be very generous to me, I am sure. <laughs> yeah. You've actually um, touched base on some buzzwords that I kind of want to review for the purpose of um, clarifying for our listeners. One of the buzzwords that you talked about 
was um, finding purpose. Um, a lot of people in society, you know, are, are drift away from reality because they just don't have a purpose that can ground them. That's kind of a vague thing that when you first talked about how you help fi people find their purpose, it's, it's vague, but very unique and powerful. And mm -hmm. How do you do that? I mean, what is it all through the hypnosis? I mean, what specifically do you do to get into the person's mind or what did they reveal when you're, hip, when you're putting them in a state of hypnosis that allows the uh, client to reveal or to be revealed their purpose? So there are a few ways that the information will come to them and everybody's experience is so different. Even the same client working with the same practitioner on a different day might receive information and wisdom and energy in a different way. So um, sometimes the clients will invite the soul's energy to go into their vocal cords and then the soul will borrow the vocal cords and speak directly through those vocal cords. So we might get answers directly in that way. Um, sometimes it's spirit guides that are coming in. Sometimes for the client, it feels more like their intuition or higher wisdom. So it's not quite as outside of the box as a, you know, channeling your own soul, but the information will come in in a variety of ways. And then it's interesting. Sometimes the universe will bring information in, in very metaphorical or symbolic ways where it's more like an image or a vision where you're just finding out bits and pieces, um, uh, puzzle pieces or clues to the overall picture. And then sometimes the universe is extremely straightforward. So just depending on where the person is, what they're ready for, um, how open they are to the session. So for example, I was working with a really wonderful gentleman. He's 26, but you know, looks like he's 18. <laughs> and he was wondering about his life's purpose and his career. And I'm so happy for him that he is investigating that when he's so young. I mean, how great to yeah. get this start. And totally. so yeah, he had this really interesting session. He made more progress than the average bear within the confines of one single session. It was Holy amazing. Crap. Yeah. He, he was really resisting in a nice way, but really resisting, like questioning, doubting what was coming in, um, the authenticity of it in the beginning of the session. And then it kicked into a really interesting high gear about two thirds of the way through. And so it was funny because he wrote to me later and he was like, you know, I have to tell you, I was getting answers to, um, what my purpose is and what the best next step is to take toward living that purpose. And he was like, but I was just in such denial about it. And so I really want to have a second session because I know for sure that it was accurate. And I think that what the universe did is um, I am forgetting some of the details, but related to what they told him, there was something on his bookshelf that while he was there that night after having the session, that item jumped off of his bookshelf and confirmed what he kept seeing in the session as the answer. And so he was like, yeah, I definitely need to have a follow-up session because, um, because he was doubting it and rejecting it. We didn't get to delve into the details of his purpose, the way that would benefit him the most. Instead, the session really kicked into high gear when we were finding out more about his past lives. So yeah, it got him, it got him primed beautifully for the second session. <laughs> I can imagine there's a probably a large number of people, specifically even your, your clientele who walk in this the first time and have an unbelievable amount of resistance because they're just unsure and they think this is woo-woo and there's no 
science behind this. And this is just, you know, a, a way of being um, duped into giving money for a service. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if that's what people are thinking. Again, I am very lucky with who walks through my door. Yeah, yeah you and are. So, yeah. yeah, they're they're already on board in terms of that they believe that this is real. Where the doubt kicks in for them is that they understand and believe with their hearts that people are able to access this information. Where the hangup is is they start to doubt if they are able to access the information. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. And I have to say, even, even me having had so many sessions as a client and having facilitated so many sessions as a hypnotherapist, sometimes the universe will bring in a bit of information that even I am like, hold up, wait, what? And I've noticed that for the vast majority of people, including myself, it's when the information may seem a bit self-important. Like you have like something important that you're meant to be doing. And so we have such a tendency to play it small and the universe is like, did you incarnate for a purpose or what? Are we going to do this thing or what? And so you just got to, you got to let go of the doubt and you got to move forward. You got to move forward and the universe will reward you handsomely when you do. And are there any side effects to this process? Or, I mean, can a person get stuck and, and not come back, so to speak? I've never experienced anyone getting stuck in hypnosis. And actually, the majority of the sessions, the person stays in a, a lighter, more consciously aware state when they're in hypnosis. Okay. So um, I know that movies and television, they do a wonderful job of portraying that the person is completely out of control and doesn't know what they're doing. And sometimes people will go into the brainwave state um, at such a depth where they don't have a conscious memory of everything that has happened. That can happen, but it's much less likely. Um, and what's funny is the example that's coming to me now the person didn't get stuck, if you will, with me, but I helped to unstick <laughs> him. And so what happened was he was able to see a past life and it had um, some trauma. And usually whenever you see your past life, what you also do is you go through the final moments of that past life and then transition to the spirit realm and then call in any healing that you're meant to receive so that um, anything that lingering trauma that may be carried into your current life from that past life, that you're able to heal it and let it go. And I am not sure why, but the person that he worked with prior to working with me just had him experience the past life, but then didn't go through the transition or into the spirit realm and then experience all of the, the healing that goes along with it. Cause that's really the point. The universe isn't showing you things so that you can go, Oh man, I thought maybe I had my head cut off. Yep. I did. <laughs> you know, the whole reason for doing this is to find out, Oh, this is why I don't like wearing turtlenecks or, you know, and then, um, or, Oh, this is why I don't trust this person. And then finding out where the real history comes from so that you can heal it and let it go. And so, um, I'm so proud of him that he didn't give up on hypnosis. He just knew that he needed to work with someone who has a different approach. And I'm like, yeah, like, let's go into all of the healing, the healing in the right. spirit realm. It's amazing. So right. it was, right. it was a really wonderful session.
Hey, Dr. Diva here. Thank you to all my listeners who supported my book and helped to make it a huge success. You all helped us hit number one in Barnes & Noble, number one in the categories of oncology, cancer, healing, and medical ebooks, and number 21 in all of the Kindle store. We also were able to achieve number three on the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. And there's quite a few. If you haven't gotten your copy, you can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, you or BooksMillion.com uh, to perform. Visit from DrDepatient.com. Become part of our growing community you kind of, just of health and wellness of, aficionados uh, and to learn more. Can you be more specific? Because I think there's a lot of questions as to what past life regression is and if in fact we are indeed a soul that incarnates you know from one life gener- one life uh, to another and mm-hmm. is that can you just go into more detail a little bit about that about what past life regression is yeah and how and how our souls go from one life to another and and explain more in detail what, what all that entails Sure. So in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, do I go, do I do um, a concise answer or do I go really big picture? So I'm going to go big picture first. Okay. I really, (laughs) please forgive me. It's so big picture. I really believe that we all are one and that everything is happening now. So what I believe is that we're all from source. And so I could have quote a past life regression and I could very easily go into your experience that you're having right now and wholeheartedly believe that it's a past life. You know what I mean? If we didn't know each other, be like, Oh, I'm a doctor. And, and so, um, I believe that that's sometimes why, because people will say, oh, how many different people were Cleopatra, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes it's because we're all really connected to the same source. And so if the memory of Cleopatra's life ends up being something that is very helpful to your path and progress in your current life, that the universe might very well take you there because it is something that will help you on your current journey. So when it comes to past lives, my gut feeling is, even though I'm saying we're all one, we're all from source and everything is happening now, I also feel like that there are some lifetimes that seem more more exclusive to just us. You know what I mean? Like I might be the only person who ever accesses this past life memory. And so those are going to tend to be really powerful, um, uh, very helpful memories for someone to access so that they can heal whatever it is that they need to heal in the current life related to that past life or, or make positive progress that can just be very loving in nature. One of the most loving experiences that I've ever had in a hypnosis session was when I saw a past life and it was such a, again, a ho-hum past life, but the most love I've ever felt in one of my hypnosis sessions, the connection that I had with my father in that life. So no trauma, everything was good, incredibly deep, feeling of love and connection. That was what I was meant to experience in that past life. Different people will try it for different reasons. Sometimes you might have a history buff that just wants to know more about a certain time period and get to experience it firsthand. But primarily the reason is for um, healing and understanding more. And, and I, I, from my, I mean, forgive me um, if I'm not understanding the concept, but in my mind, when I hear the words past life regression, it reminds me or makes me think that I'm going into my own previous lives, but it's not necessarily the case. It could be a past life yeah. that necessarily is tied into me. 
Right. And what is the past anyway? If everything is happening now, it could be just dipping into a different version of time. So there's all of that to juggle as well. Now, to make it really um, easy to understand and digest, because I, I brought up some very big picture ideas. So let's go ahead and say that every past life that comes in is authentic and is, quote, you know, in the past chronologically. I personally am not certain that all of them are genuine past lives. I think that the universe absolutely can bring in something that someone else has experienced or maybe, maybe is a bit of a fabrication. For me, I don't care. I don't even care if it's something that's a bit inauthentic and that it, quote, didn't really happen. What I care about is, does the person feel better after the session? Right. That's right. the whole point. And so um, I think that's also what the universe cares about the most, what your soul cares about. So they might bring in something for you that maybe didn't happen to you specifically, but is going to be so helpful that they'll bring it in. And I guess the healing that takes place could be because you're looking at things from a lens of a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's another reason I think that they're authentic is because it explains so much about why certain dynamics are going on between um, different people and their relationships. And so I've had, this is actually the most surprising side effect for me. I did not see this coming. I've had so many people report back to me that their relationships have improved with people who didn't even know that the session occurred. So something, something real, really real is happening so much so that, you know, whether it's a brother or a colleague or a spouse doesn't even know the session happened. And there is a remarkable improvement in that relationship after the session. Hmm. That's yeah. Yeah, it is. I did not see that one coming. and I'm very impressed by it. Would you, I don't want to put you on the spot and it's okay if you can't, uh, <laughs> But is there, would you be able to uh, review a, a, a case where you uh, took someone through their past life, did a past life regression hypnosis on them? When you say take you through a case, do you mean um, details of what I remember from the beginning of the past life memories to the final day of their life? Specifically like a client that you actually put through a hypnosis session and what they came in for, what they saw in their past life and how it actually improved their life or relationships with others. Sure. So what's interesting about these sessions is I actually don't remember the content of the sessions that well because I go into, mm, let's say, a quasi-hypnotic state myself. Oh, and okay. So yeah, so I actually have my eyes closed for the vast majority of the session. I am looking at their list of goals, the things that they want to learn about and to cover in the session. So I open up my eyes from time to time, and I also glance at them from time to time to see how they're doing. But for the vast majority of the time, I have my eyes closed, and I'm also doing the relaxation breathing. In that way, my intuition also opens up so that I can be of better service to them in that moment. I'm really present and with them. But one of the interesting side effects is that I don't have 
a very strong conscious memory of what has happened in the sessions. And so it, it, I care so much about the clients and their sessions that whenever clients come back to have their session, I always have to do a big confession because I, I do care. And you would think if someone cares, they would remember. But I'm in such a state where um, I'm, I'm right there with them. And if something happens in hour one of the session where in hour two of the session, I can easily dip back into that first hour, recall it, bring it forward so that we can address it in the second hour. But yeah, by the next morning, whew, I would say a good 95% of that is gone. And oh, I had a client, wow. yeah, I know, I know. I have a client who has the most incredible memory. She's probably had at least, I would say at least 10 sessions. And so she's one of those people where I just, I can't like, she can remember everything. She's had multiple sessions. And then one time I was like, I've got to confess. I just don't <laughs> remember. You're going to have to catch me up to speed. And she said to me, she was like, oh, that makes so much sense that you don't carry this with you consciously because you're able to wipe the slate clean and then be fully present for the next client. Next mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a lot of people who ask me, they're like, how do you, how do you do this? Like, how do you hear all this information and then um, move forward with a happy life yourself? And I told him, I was like, I don't really remember that much <laughs> of what happens. And like that client so astutely pointed out, I think that the universe and my soul, they're just keeping me super fresh so they can be very present and fully engaged with the person during the time of their sessions. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's amazing. And I guess that makes sense because you need to clear your energy for preparation for the next client. And you don't want to be harboring any of these energies when you go see other clients. It would just confound the person's journey and their healing. Right, exactly. And so the vast majority of the sessions are incredibly happy and positive and delightful. So it wouldn't even be energetically, it wouldn't even be that bad to carry that forward. But um, I've learned to not even read a different client's um, client intake form before I'm facilitating someone else's session because it is so easy it's for me to, yeah, to accidentally, um, let's say that the, the form that I'm reading, because they just emailed it to me. The person has two children and, but then the client that I'm working with a couple hours later that day, I might accidentally refer to their children. They're like, I don't have any children, <laughs> but it was because I read that information. So even something as simple as reading a form, I make sure to just not even look at the forms until it's um, before their sessions. So I can be fully present with them, even when it comes to the paperwork. Absolutely amazing. And <laughs> For listeners, what is the typical number of sessions that people uh, book with you to uh, obtain a certain healing that they're looking for? Everybody is so different. So I would say that most people probably on average would have a couple of sessions and then um, some time might pass and they're ready for a maintenance session or they've had enough time pass that they've processed everything. They've experienced really wonderful growth and they're like, okay, time to go to the next level. So um, some people, you know, one session gets it done and they're just like, thank you. You know, I found out my purpose. I know exactly what to do or thank you. I finally understand why I've always had this rocky relationship relationship with this person. And so one session, they're like, got it. I got the answers. I appreciate it. Um, and then other people like that really brilliant client that I was mentioning earlier, she's had at least 10 sessions. <laughs> and then it's interesting because um, people who have personalities like mine, where I'm just like, wait a second. So if we can find out X, Y, and Z, 
does that mean that we, and so it's, it's an infinite universe. So you really could have an infinite <laughs> number of sessions and still not really find out everything. And so, yeah, people who are, um, I know it's exceptionally bright and curious that they tend to have even more sessions because they realize that there's just so much more to investigate and that our progress never stops. Like it, once we get to what um, we would have called our level 10, so our top level of performance, what we would have called level 10 at our first session, a few sessions later, you realize, oh, you know, I'm at 10 and 11 is right there and then 12. <laughs> and so you just keep going. It's oh. really fun. Yeah. Also, I guess people would like to know the length of time it is per session. Is it just like a 30 minute session or how long does one session with you take? Oh goodness. No, it's much longer than, oh, <laughs> than that. Yeah. Yeah. And so it depends on the style that they book. The shortest session that I offer is three hours. The longest session that I offer wow. is four hours. I know I used to try to do them faster than that, but everybody was ending late and I was just like, okay, I need to stop trying to jam this magic into a certain period of time. And so I, I paid attention to what organically was the, the right length of time. And so yeah, three hours shortest, four hours, um, usually the longest. Uh, and so within, whether it's three hours or four hours, I've noticed that the sweet spot of the hypnosis portion of the session is usually two hours to two hours and 20 minutes. Why that? Because, you know, it's kind of like a tight time frame considering right. two hours to two hours and 20 minutes. And so that just means that they book the three hour session that we need to do a little bit of a faster pre-talk. <laughs> it's like, let's just talk about everything quickly. Yeah. And, all the way. Um, yeah. 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 And so I've noticed too, that a lot of people might book a three hour session initially, and then they're just like, Oh my gosh, I want to experience even more of that. And then they'll follow up with a four hour session. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's a lot of stamina for yourself and the client, but more for yourself because you're going through multiple <laughs> sessions in a day. So. Oh, you know what? I used to do multiple sessions in a day, but then I started my PhD program and I was like, I cannot balance all this and do justice to my academic program and more importantly, do justice to my clients. So I, um, every now and then I'll make an exception because I travel so much and someone is like, oh my gosh, you're about to go to Hawaii for six weeks. Can I have a session before you leave? And so sometimes I'll sneak a couple of sessions into one day but almost always I will keep it to just one per day so that I'm fully present. Um, and then I, tr I trust the universe too. If they give me two sessions in one day, then um, I will have the exact right amount of stamina for both of those sessions to be fully present. And then I just sleep really, really well that night because I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty exhausted in a good way. <laughs> right. And yeah. do you do these sessions virtually or in person? It depends on the style. So if it's an LBL session, when I say LBL, um, that stands for life between lives. So that will get into past lives as well as the spirit realm and that soul connection and the soul channeling, the vocal cords. Same thing for QHHT, which stands for quantum healing hypnosis technique. Um, exact same thing, past lives as well as going to the spirit realm, channeling the soul. Both of those sessions you are meant to experience those in person. So a brick and mortar session. And then when it comes to more like a higher wisdom session, those are the ones that are the three hours. I've noticed that those are a really good fit for online. 
And so the, the more detailed four-hour sessions tend to be the best fit for in-person. But I love the flexibility of offering the higher wisdom sessions online because I'll have people from all across the world who are excited to work with me, but we're just, we're not near each other. Or someone might know, yeah, and so I might be traveling somewhere and they know I'm coming a few months later. And so they're very smart and they will have a preparatory online session so that whenever we're in person, they get even more out of the four hour in-person session because they have practiced and laid the foundation with the online um, three hour session. Got it. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. If our listeners want to find more information about spiritual hypnosis and actually want to learn more about you and book an appointment with you, how can they find you? A at forwardhypnosis.com. <laughs> it's a bit of a mouthful, but it's worth it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Courtney, it's been a pleasure talking with you and I appreciate your time and being our, our guest today. And I am so jealous that you are in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm very, very lucky that the universe continues to bring me out here. I think of this place as an incubator. And so every time I'm here, I just make so much spiritual progress. It's amazing. I'm very lucky. I'm sure it's healing and rejuvenating so that when you come back, you can uh, take on clients with a new, fresh perspective. Yes, absolutely. Well, thanks again. It was great talking with you. And I look forward to chatting with you later in the future. Thank you, you too. Take care.